now listening to Unapologetic, the podcast with your hosts, Chels, Dre, and Reg, discussing any and everything unfiltered. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Welcome back to Unapologetic, the podcast, episode two. I'd like to thank everybody for watching, subscribing to uh, episode one. Um, a lot of good feedback we got. Um, more motivation to keep on going and keep doing this and um, make changes as we go. Um, I, I appreciate all the feedback. Um, not even seven days, we're already at almost 100 views. Um, really? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let me check in. So today is the 27th. Um, when y'all see this video, it'll probably be, what, Monday, what, the 31st? So you know, yeah. we're going to talk about yeah. a lot of things that we're talking about um, is in reference to what's going on this week, basically uh, everything in the news now. So, you know, once you, that's just a disclaimer. So once you see it, you know, you, you don't think we're talking about last week's news or whatever, but um, yeah. How's, that, how's everybody doing? <laughs> what's that? What's that? Mean? <laughs> what's that mean? You know, given the state of everything, I'm I'm here. Okay. Obviously, mentally elsewhere, but I mean, I feel like we're all in that same space, black people in general. So. Understood. Yeah. I, I I second that. How about you, Drew? Man, another another day, another week, another long week. But uh, you know, it it was going good and, until, you know. A few events took place. I mean, besides that, I mean, I'm, I'm in good spirits. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be uh, happy that y'all are okay. So, yeah, okay. that's that's the bright side of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I echo both everything that both of you guys said. Um, I don't know. For for me, I flip flopping between the spaces and zones. I mean, you know, just especially when. You know, things like this, uh, what's re what recently happened with uh, Jacob Blake. So it hits me hard at, at times because um, I, I am a thinker. And once I get to thinking, I just, I don't stop. So I, I think uh, I get in my, my own way a, a little bit. But um, y'all ready to get to it? Let's get to it. Yeah, like, do you want to describe sort of, for, I mean, most people know what happened with Jacob, mm -hmm. but for those who don't, who have, who are living under a rock or just are unaware, you know, this might be the first time they've heard of it. Do you want to just talk a little bit about what happened and what's led up to us, you know, hashtag Jacob Blake and all of the unrest that's happening right now, once again? Oh, under a rock, huh? Wow. I mean, you would hope yeah. the would know what's up, but you right. can't ever assume. That's real. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you might have the individuals that, uh, don't want to believe what's going on. They, they don't care. But um, in how do you say it? Kenosha? Is it Kenosha, Wisconsin? Kenosha. I think that's how you pronounce it. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, twenty-year-old man, uh, Jacob Blake. Uh, he was helped breaking up a fight. Police were called. Um, confrontation was over. I guess so, somehow uh, he got involved with the police. The police. Um, he went back to get in his vehicle and was shot seven times in the back. Um, three kids were, three of his five kids were in the back. Um, they witnessed that. Um, as of now, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Doctors do not know whether, you know, he'll fully recover or whether he'll be paralyzed for the rest of his life. And that's a quick backstory on it for everyone that's not in the know. Hopefully you are. But, um, What's your thoughts and feelings on that, Dre? Uh, man, I, I got so many different questions in, in reference to what happened, man. Um, I, I saw the video, uh, you know, later on, I, I got a chance to read and, and obviously, you know, the news, the media is, is uh, has taken over and they're, they're talking about it. But uh, it, for, for me, by far, it's unacceptable. Well, first and foremost, let's just get that out the way. It's unacceptable. Uh, what, what I don't understand is, is, is what was, what was the danger in him walking to his, back to his vehicle, uh, no weapon 
um, you know, wasn't, from what I saw, it wasn't, you know, loud, wasn't, you know, out of order or anything like that. So what made these police officers shoot this man? And, and, and I, I tried to, I tried to sit back and, and, and think about different scenarios and I just can't come up with shit. I'll be honest with you. I can't come up with shit and I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm outraged. Uh, I, I don't, it's to the point now where even prior to that, but it's to the point now where it's like, who's next? And that's not a good feeling, man. That's not a good feeling at all. Who's next? And it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean who's next as far as what next black man, what next black person. Cause Charles could be next. God forbid. But I'm just saying, nobody's safe, man. We're, we're not safe. And, and uh, for, for me, again, it's, it's unacceptable, and I, and I am upset. I am upset. You know, you did this in front of this kid, in front of this man's kids. I don't understand. You know, huh? time will tell when what happens. But luckily, like you said, he is alive to tell his side, tell his story, and uh, we need some answers. Yeah. What? Yeah, I agree. What, what about you, Chelsea? So, Jay, you said something. Um, you you just said you you know you you've been sitting here trying to figure out reasons or trying to understand possible scenarios as to why this could have happened. Right. You didn't even have to fucking think about scenarios and try to find justification. There literally is none. Right. None whatsoever. The shit was caught on camera. His back was facing the police. They shot him seven times in the back. He and, is in no. He, he's not. He's not. In, he's not dangering. He's not. There is no danger for toward the police. There is no reason for them to shoot him in the back. And this shit is like it's getting old as fuck, y'all. Yeah. Like yeah. time and time again, hashtag somebody's name. Time and time again, justice for somebody. It's like yo, what what has to be done for this to change? Right. Pro, I mean, and I don't want to jump ahead, but we can protest, we can march, we can do all of these things. But if the people in in positions of power don't do shit, then we're gonna we're gonna be here again in November. We're gonna be here again in January. We're gonna be saying somebody else's name. We're gonna be hashtagging somebody else. The shit is just draining, yo. It's Absolutely. Just draining. And the fact that people are trying to find so many excuses as to why it happened, it so many people are trying to bring up his criminal record and all of this other <laughs> shit it has nothing to do with what happened. It's caught on video. And the fact that it's crazy that we're at a space where even these crimes can be, these these crimes, because they are crimes caused by police officers, these crimes are caught on camera and they're still not prosecuted. They're put on, they're put on administrative leave or they're put on desk duty. Well, these niggas are still collecting checks. They still get in healthcare. They can still put food on the, on the table for their families. Yet this man is paralyzed from his waist down and can't ever do activities with his kids again. You know, George George Floyd is dead. Breonna Taylor's dead. Omar Amal Aubrey's dead. So this shit it, it's it's frustrating. It's it's draining. It's draining as fuck, honestly. It's literally a get out of it's literally a get out of jail free card. Literally. So no monopoly. Literally. I'm tired of uh just going through these same emotions over and over and over again because it just seems like it's never ending. Um Every time you feel like you get to a space to where, okay, we have a little traction or we're moving forward, we're more active, um, people are out in the streets doing, you know, everything that they can to make this movement matter. Then next thing you know, you turn around, it's somebody else. We have another name, another hashtag. Um, and for, for me, it's, it's mentally draining. Uh, it's, it's very, it's physically draining, um, emotionally. Um, as a black man, I have, you know, had to deal with police when I probably shouldn't have. I've got harassed. I've been thrown on a car. I've been thrown down before. Um, you probably have yourself. I mean, it's, um, and it's something that I really don't like to talk about. I don't like to think about. And when this happens, it just brings up those memories. And I mean, um, this year, I have really uh, felt more and more and more and more and more like, you know, when I talk to my male friends, I, um, at times I have to let it, hey, when I, when I leave you, hey, man, I love you, man, take care, be safe. Because 
I might not, ne I might not never see Dre again after we leave. Um, right. You know, so I mean, it, it shouldn't be that way because I mean, um, our counterparts, our white counterparts, don't have to deal with that. Don't have to worry about that. I mean, um, it's the least of their concerns. The least of their concerns. Um, and it, it's very sad, but. What's even sadder is, and like you said, Dre, and, and Chelsea echoed it, that we have to try to figure out, well, what did we do wrong? What the fuck is it? What, what is it? And, and, and what's the and fuck is it? I find myself in that predicament and situation, and there's no answer. There's no because answer. We did, because we don't do anything wrong. It is the pure and, and unadulterated fact that we are black, and they don't like that. They see us as a threat immediately, especially black men. <laughs> Absolutely. No answer. No answer at all. No answer. And because they have that badge, because they have that blue line of brotherhood, they're protected. So they can do shit like this and get right. off. They, can, they right. can do these things and know that they're safe and that they're secure. And it's just like, yo, what the, like how? How? How is this even possible? And this, I mean, I ain't been on this earth for 31 years, so I'm fairly new to this space, but our parents went through this. Our grandparents went through this. But the fact that it's been literally generational, Mm -hmm. Right. Like, come on. And let me walk back. Let me walk back something. What I meant by putting my, by you know, putting thinking about different scenarios. I didn't. I when I said it, I, I mean it from a standpoint of how could you have? I'm, I'm trying to put myself in someone else's shoes of how you could have so much hatred, or we'll call it for well, for the sake of us, for the sake of us, we'll call it fear. How could you have so much fear in your heart? that a man turn his back and go to, go to his car where his kids are that you got to shoot him seven times. You got to shoot him, period. Right. What, what, that, and that, that's what I meant. What, what and, and I just can't come up with shit, it, it, you know. So, I've, been, I've, I've been known as a bulldog, right? I've been known as a bulldog. Everybody know that, that around me. They, I've been known as a bulldog, but even, even in, in my worst day of being an asshole, I could never put myself in some in the, in the in somebody else's shoes and, and say you know what if this motherfucker turns his back on me I'm gonna shoot I just and that's what I meant it it, it makes no sense and Chell's right like like yeah we shouldn't nobody safe generational nobody safe we shouldn't have to try to rationalize and see where we went wrong because there's no wrong so let me ask you this yeah, question no let, let me ask you this question um are Black people that much of a threat? They see us as a threat, absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely. do, they do, but are we that much of a threat? We are, we're not that much of a threat, but when you've been put on this earth as, as a white person, someone who, ha who was literally born into privilege and right. into, you, you, you're born into superiority. Anything you, anything beneath you that you see trying to rise up, and they've seen the progression of Black people over, you know, decades. Anything that you see that isn't of you or isn't similar to you or isn't, isn't ingrained in you, because as these people are, like, they've been taught Black people aren't shit. Black people are beneath you. Slavery. We, we, our, our, our parents and not parents, but grandparents and great grandparents worked for their great grandparents and grandparents and whatnot. So there's already that unbalance. There's already that, oh, I'm superior to you just off the mere fact of my skin color. So yes, I feel like when they see us, they see the threat because they see they see this black man who is just walking to the car with his, you know, going going into the car with his three his three kids. They see not only do they see us as a threat, I feel like it's a threat to their pride, it's a threat to the ego, especially police officers. When, you know, they they have this. And, and Reg, we talked about this. They have this kind of, they kind of have this ego, kind of have this pride about them because they are, you know, they're, they're, um, they're men of uniform, men, men and women of uniform. You know, they have, this, they have this blue shield behind them or whatever the fuck it's called. And while they're supposed to be protecting and serving, you're doing the complete opposite. But when you see, you know, when you have a black person talk back to you and you're, you have this badge on, you have this uniform on, like, I mean, we know men have egos. So let a black man, you know, you tell him to, uh, to, to, to stop and turn around. And he keeps walking to his car just to get in his car. Because he's like, man, fuck you. I ain't doing that. I'm getting in my car with my kids. And I'm walking. You know, I'm leaving. 
that's a threat to their to their ego and they feel away and they know that they're protected behind that bum ass badge and just this <laughs> just the system that we're in period where they yes. can literally do what they want they've been killing us for years and they're not gonna stop so that like that's how they're threatened by us i'll take it a step further uh, I, i'll say that the I'll agree, agree with Chelsea and, and say that uh, they're, they're threatened by, uh, you know, by looking at us, by seeing us. But also, too, I think it, it, it is general. We we're all in agreement that it's generational. Um, I think that these, these men or whatever you want to call them are threatened by how innovative we are. I think they are threatened by our intelligence. Um, I think they are threatened by the fact that we are able to survive and adapt. And I think they're more so threatened by the fact that no matter what, us as black people, we don't stop. And when I, when I, when I say we don't stop, I mean from a standpoint of, you know, you're not going to hold us down for long in anything. And I think people that are, uh, that, 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 that are in that uniform, police officers. I, I don't, I'm not gonna say all of them, but they've been taught that. They've been, I, they've I, been taught. I agree with that. I, I think um, yeah. for a lot, I think that for a long time, who are we to question authority or question mm -hmm. what someone of a fairer skin say, says to us? Um, right. You're just supposed to do as do as told. Right. So, so for me to ask a police officer, "Hey, uh, is there anything wrong? What did I do?" That's automatically viewed a threat because I'm questioning you now. Right. I'm supposed to question you. Um, you have this gun in this bag, so you have you feel like you have the right to pull me over or stop me or do anything that you want to. Um, if I'm not being detained, um, there's nothing going on, I have the right to walk away from you. But these days, that's a threat. I'm supposed to stand here and take whatever verbal abuse or physical abuse that you're going to dish out and not leave or not protect myself? Not only that, but in front of my babies? Right. You got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding. So, so Dre, let me ask you this. Where do you think we go from here? Where do I think we go? Where can we go? I mean, it's, it's so hard because this, so this is a question that we've been asking for years. For years, man. Yeah. And, and there's no, there's no clear cut answer. No clear-cut answer because, and I, I don't. I know I asked you the question, but uh, I'm just trying to elaborate. It's, a little bit. it's just. It's, it's fine. But so, all the all the answers that we have given to this question has not been the right answers for white people. Uh, peaceful, not good enough. Um, we're still being defiant, or whatever. However else you want to clarify it. Um, if it's violent. Look at them. They're animals. They're savage. So, I mean, where, where, do, where do we go? We are damned if we do, damned if we don't, basically. Absolutely. If, if you're peaceful, then they don't hear you. If you're violent, they completely miss the message and just solely focus on the violence and the looting and the whatever. And it so, takes away from the main message that we had. So peaceful um, is what they want. But to me, as they as the as the saying goes and says, um, if you protest the way they want you to, then you're not going to be heard because you're appeasing to them. That's, and that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, Absolutely. that's what I'm saying. If you when you're peaceful, they don't hear you. They're like, okay, they're being peaceful. That's how we want it to be. We ain't really checking for that shit. Right. right. Go ahead, Dre. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. I don't. I I agree with with, with both of you all. I don't know. I don't know where where we go. I, I know um, the wrong answer is sitting back. I mean, we got to continue to fight the good fight 
if if if, if you will um uh, not necessarily good i when i say good i mean you know for us yeah you know not not taking not taking this shit you know continue to demand justice continue to demand equality because that's all we want um is inequality is is there's no reason for it not to be here you, you have no fucking good reasons for you know us to not walk and live equally but that that is that's it rich i mean fight the good fight man don't be silent anymore those days are fucking over with those days are over with and that's the best thing for us to do at this time and um, I, I agree i think we gotta set that we gotta set that tone and that pace for for um those after us. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. Whenever uh, she has children, her nieces, nephews, all, all of our younger. Absolutely. We have, we have to set set that pace and that tone. Um, what about you, Chelsea? What, what do you I think? I think we got to keep the momentum going. So obviously. Like with the 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 killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Amal Arbery, that brought it to sort of like a pinnacle in June. There were a bunch of marches, a bunch of protests, just a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of sort of community activism going on, and I love that. I think that you know, as the weeks go by, we shouldn't allow that to die down. As the weeks go by, we should still come. We should still continue to to meet. To, to do activism work within the community because I, I, I truly believe, well, I, I, I believe it starts from the top down. So that trash ass president that we currently have, we already know where he, where he, where he, where he sits in this, in this situation. So it's going to take literal communities. So where I am, where y'all are, where people are like going to city hall, sitting with constituents, sitting with congressmen, sitting with the officials in that city and let them know this ain't gonna fly as a citizen as a as a person of this particular community and my tax dollars that i'm working hard for and are going to this city this is what you need to do so my people feel safe so i feel safe so my nephew i feel safe with my nephew going outside so y'all feel safe with your daughters and with your sons going outside i think it it has to start there and i think um, it sucks to say um, I do believe we need, like, we need white people. We need that ally. We need allies. We do. As, as much as we don't want to have to depend on them, they run shit. So we need white people to not kind of sit back and say, oh, yeah, we support you. Like, you support me privately. Support me publicly. Right. When, you have, when, you're, when you're at the dinner table with your, your racist-ass grandmother and your, your racist-ass dad, shut that down. Like, don't let that, that sort of cycle of racism continue like it's going to take them to stand up to their elders and to their friends and to their co-workers and let them know that shit ain't it because if they allow it then you're just allowing the cycle to continue and i don't want no performative allyship my, my nigga either you with it or you're not as simple as that and that's for black people and white people that ain't just for white people that's for black people too right so i can't agree more with with what both of you said um we got to keep the foot on the neck. We, I mean, let me not use that term. Well, that's the, that's the name of the march tomorrow. We have to keep the pedal to the floor. Let me, let me use that term. We got to keep, keep the pedal to the floor. Um, I think for the longest um, ongoing cycle, we've been falling into the trap of, okay, they throw us a couple bones. And yep. we're kind of happy. The movements died down a little bit. We got some kind of just not not some kind of just for George Floyd. Some kind, but nothing has happened with Rihanna. Nothing happened with Rihanna Taylor. It's um, been one hundred and sixty-six or sixty-seven days. They're still not arrested. Right. Um, look how long it took for Ahmaud Arbery to any, anything to gain traction on that. So I think we have to stop accepting the, you know, the, 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 the murals, the Black Lives Matter Plaza, the paintings on the ground, all that other stuff is nice. It looks great, but we need more. Um, and, and I think for 
the longest, and, and even now, to a, to a certain extent, that's, you know, hey, we'll give you a couple of scraps here and there. Okay, they're happy. Um, nothing, nothing happened in the George Floyd situation until we started fucking shit up. Nothing happened. They started hitting niggas in their pockets and where they had to come out of money, come out of pocket for money. And the, the, man, people, people want to disagree with how the protest was handled. How this, I don't care. It doesn't matter. We have a man. This building can be replaced. We can't replace this man's life. We can't replace right. his daughter's father. Right. He, he's not going to be able to uh, go to the, you know, uh, have her daughter, will have her father walk her down the aisle. Yeah. Um, or anything that's Nothing. that's over that's done with so you know we, i think we got to keep the pedal to the floor and keep pushing you know and, and stop stop accepting the little uh here you go okay let's um do this and do that no if it takes um us burning some shit down tearing some shit up then so be it so be it I, i'm i'm not a, i'm not going to agree with lives being taken, eye for eye, but we have to, I think if, if it takes us touching them pockets, then, because that's the only thing that, that matters these days, is money. That's the only time they listen, is when you start affecting dollars. Yep. Mm. Mm. That's the only thing. Um, that's all I got on that. Listen, we can talk, you know, we can talk forever on this. That's all yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what do you want Chelsea I mean in, in reference to um, all of this is going on far, far as it, because we don't I mean so so there as always protocol for this type of situation their protocol is to as you said before give somebody um, administrative leave and they're paid they might have administrative leave and not be paid but right. what do you want in reference to, in, in, to all that I mean because the, to me that, that whole system and that process seems wrong it's, it's wrong as fuck so I feel, I feel like a, in a lot of these cases not just uh, the Jacob Blake case but a lot of these cases the outcome is 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 often we kind of side eye like what the fuck because people making those decisions don't look like us. You got, you got it's white people making these decisions. We're keeping it a buck. It is white people making these decisions. There's nobody in the room who can honestly speak to the experiences of the person, you know, being charged or of the person who was the victim of this crime and is now trying to be seen as the suspect or the reason that they got shot in the back seven times. So I think that is one big space where we can change just having more diverse i fucking hate that word diversity because people white people use it all the time to make it seem like they're doing the right thing and they're not um but we need more black people in these spaces making decisions and we just need more accountability like how do you and this is this is speaking to to black officers too let's talk about black officers how do you work in a space where your 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 counterpart, your coworker, you know that they're racist or you know that they move in these different ways and you're comfortable with that. I feel like if more people started speaking out, if more people started raising their voices to where it will it'll like if if a fucking police like the Philadelphia police force is all if all the black cops is going on strike, what? You know how crazy that would be? You know how crazy it would be if minority police officers or police officers uh, officers of color across the country would take a stand just like NBA players are doing and all of these leagues are doing would take a stand and feel like nah we ain't coming away today and you can get right back I'm just gonna say what happens if a black man shoots a white man an innocent white man he the fuck you already you are we don't do you already know white police officers would stand by him no they're not gonna stand by him that's what i'm saying like we need to we really and, and dre was like well, we have to be united front in terms of us but as a as a people as a culture like we gotta stand together it's to the point where it's like fuck your job fuck you know and fuck your 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 position fuck like 
I'm doing this for the greater good. Like I'm in a good space, right? It, it ain't about me. It's about, like you said, it's about y'all daughters. It's about my nephews. It's about the people coming after us because I want to make sure they're good because I don't want them to have to grow up the way that we did and that our parents did and that our grandparents did. So I think a lot of it, we have to put ourselves to the side for the greater good. Um, and it sucks because we shouldn't have to do it, but that's the space that we're in. We've been doing it for centuries. Right. Um, we've prevailed every single time and we can continue to do it. We just have to come together and be on one accord. Like all of us, you know, a thousand of us can't be going up an escalator and have 14 people going down. Like we, we literally all have to be going and working in the same direction for shit to really shake and move the way that we want it to. That's all I got. For me, uh, I think, you know, accountability, accountability for, and I agree with you, uh, Chels, accountability as far as, you know, slamming the motherfuckers that's committing these crimes, man, because they are, they're, they're crimes. And I'll take it so far as saying that they're hate crimes. Yeah. That's what the fuck they are. Like, at the end of the day, for, and going back to what I was saying before, I don't understand, even, even with, you know, everybody's an individual, I get it. But I'm thinking about it like this. If I'm a cop, right, if I'm a police officer, and I know what the hell is going on in society, in our country today, the last thing that I'm going to want to do is put myself in a, in a situation where I'm a part of the problem. But since it's not, since it's, it's, it's okay. Not a problem. It, it, exactly. Since it's okay, well, fuck it. I'm going to shoot, I'm going to bust my gun too. The next man did, he did it. Look at him, he, he at home eating, you know, six o'clock dinner. So I'm going to bust my gun too. That's bullshit. The people that are committing these crimes, slam their ass, put them in the fucking jail cells and the prisons and throw away the fucking key. Because if I did it, that's what's happening. Exactly. Do not, do not pass go. Exactly. Exactly. You know, not, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just saying, go, do not pass go. It's over. We're not even having this discussion. We're not even having this discussion. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not whether, whether or not uh, um, we're just awaiting, you know, a, a formal, uh, for him to be formally charged, none of that shit. No. Oh, I'm going to get my ass whipped. Yeah, we have my ass whipped. And I'm going to get thrown in the back of a car. Right. I'm going, I'm going to the slammer. <laughs> a week after that, a week or a week or 10 days after that, because it, it ain't going to take long. I promise you that. It ain't going to take long. That's going to be expedited like shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Yeah. So, so, and to add on to that, so they're uh, afforded the, the thing that we're not afforded, due process. Yeah. Due process. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and to add on to what you were saying, Dre, um, you're the way the way the reason why you would think that is because by nature as a black man or a black woman of a black person you are kind of raised to turn the other cheek because that's what we always we had to do everything that happens talk about it even when the little bullshit ads here and there that are racist um they'll put out a little press release or something that has nothing to do, makes no sense. And next right. thing you know, oh, yeah. well, Dove is all right with me. It does my skin good. I, I'm H&M, I'm, uh, blah, 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 whatever else. Um, we turn that other cheek quick. Um, you think, and this might be a bad statement, but you think white people will ever forgive OJ? Will they repeat it? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You think white people will ever forgive OJ? No. <laughs> if he does, he is not going to be forgiven by white people. Well, and, and let me not, let me, let me use that statement. Let me not use OJ. Anything a black man does, he's not going to be forgiven by white people. At all. At all. Um, OJ. <laughs> so, so uh, and I'm having a brain fart. My, uh, the, the, the young man, that was shot by the white lady, the white police officer, when she entered his apartment. Oh, uh, uh, Gene Botham? Yes, Gene Botham. All right, so 
you know, when she was sentenced, the judge gave her a hug. His brother gave her a hug. Imagine. He forgave her. He gave a statement yes. and verbally said he forgave her. Imagine. Mama, the man, mama said, I forgive you. Imagine a black man killing a white woman. That, that nigger under the jail is what they would have said. There would have been no forgiving. There would have been none of that. And so even with that, she has the audacity to try to have her sentence reduced. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Hold up. And honestly, I think had that case not gotten as much national attention as it did, yeah. that bitch would have got off. Easy. Absolutely. Easy. Absolutely. We, know, we know how that goes. We know how that goes. For sure. 100%. For sure. 100%. So, um, <laughs> I, I mean, we have the tripping on effect, which is in sports. Oh, um, and and at, at, the, at the forefront right now, NBA. Yes. Um, I was one that really didn't care about the restart um, because I felt like what the players were doing, not just LeBron, you have the Jalen Browns, you have the um, Greek Freak, you have George so many other players that, that don't have the same platform or not as big as LeBron or uh, Giannis. Yeah, same status. Yeah, same status. Or in the streets, and, you know, they were being shown. Um, you know, their voices are not as loud, but they was out there. Um, so I felt like that that did a lot. Um, I felt that the restart would take away a lot for that. Um, I felt like us asking them to entertain us, to take our mind off of what's going on, is not the right thing to do. Because, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I, let me equate this to me being a, um, a soldier. Um, it's, well, not even a soldier, because you as not being in the military, Chels, I'm pretty sure you have your times too. So when things like this happen, um, it's hard for me to go to work and concentrate and focus on what's going on. Yes. I took a half day yesterday, literally because of that, because I couldn't. Us to ask these guys to, okay, go down to Orlando, be away from your family for X amount of months, and... Play basketball. Use your platform down there, but play basketball. Um, we need the healing. We need basketball to take this off of our mind. I don't necessarily think we need to take this off our mind because what has happened since they have went down there, Breonna Taylor's name's not trending no more. George Floyd's name's not trending no more. Ahmaud Arbery's name's not trending no more. I'll let you take it from there, Dre. You know, I'm shaking my hand. I'm shaking my head, and I'm sorry. I was beating on the table. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, before this thing happened, Reg, you think about it now. I remember, I will never forget it. I remember when you told me, you said, you told me there was rumblings of this bubble. You told me there was rumblings of the NBA starting up. And I told you, I looked you square in your face, and I said, ain't no way in fuck that these boys are about to play. And you, you know, and I told you why I thought it, and then I, and then I saw the writing on the wall, and we sat there, we talked about it for about thirty minutes. I said it's clearly, clearly a diversion, clearly, clearly trying to take away from what is the 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 most important thing at hand, and uh, you know, we we both agreed on it. Um, you know, being sports fans, on one instance, yeah, of course you want to see sports, yeah, it, okay, yeah, it is what it is, but on the other end. This shit is so much bigger than sports, man. Fuck a basketball game, all right? Fuck a football game. And 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 that's what it is. And the worst thing, the, the worst thing that could have happened has happened. Yep. And 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 now, you know, I saw a, a, a quote from from J.R. Smith yesterday. And he was saying, uh, well, you know, you didn't see you, you've been seeing us on TV, but now you fucking hear us. Now you fucking hear us. Now you now you really hear us. And uh and, and I agree with him, man. At the end of the day, that's all it was. It was a diversion, man. And they should have never been playing. I understand, you know, uh from from a contract standpoint or whatever, you know, some of them guys gotta do what they gotta do, they gotta feed their families just like we have to. But going back to what Chelsea said, 
hey, sometimes sometimes shit is bigger than you. Sometimes it's bigger than the shit to the people that are in your four walls, within your four walls. It's so much bigger than that. And um, I, I salute these guys. Uh, it's just, you know, as early as yesterday, you know, for standing up and, and, and boycotting, man, because the shit has to stop. And if that's their way to have a voice, then so be it. But fuck sports, man, at this time. And never mind, you know, my respect, my sports teams that I love so dearly. But at the end of the day, right now, it's not important. It's really not. And uh, if if it takes for us to, you know, take America's pastimes away to focus, to help focus on what the real issues are, then I'm all for it. So I want to play devil's advocate just because I'm going to do that. Um, so you're so you guys are saying that so just to be clear as fuck i agree on everything you guys say i am not in a i'm not in opposition i am glad that them niggas boycotted mm-hmm. started in the first place or whatever mm-hmm. why did they start and and reg and i talked to, we talked about this and this is really gonna be a conversation we have all over again why'd you start because when you when the the the, the possibility of a bubble or whatever the case may be was was an option we were in the midst of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Amal Arbery. Absolutely. Why'd you start? Okay, so I, I think there's a couple different factors. Um, like Dre said, there's um, contracts, but I don't know if you remember or not, there were a lot of players that said they wasn't going to play. They wasn't going to go. They were going to sit this out. But, and I hate to put this on one person, when you have a LeBron James that says, we want to play. We're going to play. There's not much that anybody else can do. Right. I mean, either you're going to play or you're not. So you're going to, you, um, I think if LeBron says he's not going to play and everybody else says, you know what, we're in agreement. We're not going to play. Then that puts the NBA in kind of a bind. They're not going to, they're going to explore the fact of, okay, they're breaking this uh, CBA agreement. You know, um, so we're going to lock them out. NBA is not going to lock the players out if they break that CBA agreement. They're going to lose too much money. Um, uh, But so if LeBron does say we're going to play, you're going to have the majority of the others say, well, okay, we're going to play. Someone's going to play. The um, guys that don't want to play are going to be looked at as, you know, somewhat – the rest of the team, hey, guy, hey, guy, we're down here in Orlando trying to win the championship. We right. are, you're not standing in this foxhole with your brothers. Right. If this is bigger than us, fuck what you niggas think. Like, why is that, why is that herd mentality accepted? It, right. it should not be. But, I mean, so, so we have Avery Bradley. He, he's out. He, he, didn't, he didn't come. Uh, exactly. Exactly. But we, we don't know who Kyrie was not going to play anyway. Because he was hurt. But yeah. he was one of the biggest voices. Right. And during that two-week, three-week span, him and Dwight mm-hmm. Howard was looked at as the bad guy. For Absolutely. It's about not wanting to play. And but Dwight's there. Exactly. Why? Look what team he's on. I understand that. Yeah. And guess what? Here's the thing. The two teams... The two teams um, that that voted to, you know, cancel cancel the, the NBA. What's up? They were the LA teams. The LA teams. Two things I take away from that. One, the, the obvious is that LeBron plays for one of them. But prior to this bubble even opening up, Patrick Beverly said it. It, it's not a secret, like how you know most might think. Hey, you know, like you, yeah, you made the point that hey, if LeBron plays and we play, well, you got NBA players saying it straight up and say straight up. That's totally. If LeBron James laces him up, we are playing. Pat Beverly and, said that. That's he did. And, and he you did. know, sports outlets killed him for saying that. Yeah. But it's true. We know. Yeah. So for me, so you guys are like deeply in the NBA, deeply entrenched. I'm a casual fan. I do watch. Um, so for me, it's 
and this is very much from the outside looking in. You looking real funny in a light because you can't, you know, in June, you can't say, all right, let's play, let's play, let's play. And then just because another black man was, you know, shot in the back, now you're like, nah, fuck this. We need change. I'm speaking specifically about LeBron because this is what he tweeted yesterday. Okay. So, go ahead. It's like, ah, we were, we were just here in June, but you were so adamant about playing. You said, right. nah, we need to play. We need to play. Right. Two months later, a, a situation happened. Let's say, for instance, let's say Jacob Blake never happened. Would, would this stance still be the same? You feel what Absolutely. Issue, the issue of police brutality and, and and blacks being killed was always there. That's regardless of whether you know Jacob Blake happened a couple days ago or not. But Thanks. why is your why is you know why is the tide sort of changing now? Because it's happened. You well, should have that. You should have kept that same energy from all the you know all the things that you were doing in June and let that ride out. It, to, to me, it just look you look real funny. So let me take a step back. So that tweet that came out. Man, fuck this. We demand justice. That was after Milwaukee already did what they did Absolutely. anyway. And Absolutely. they made it seem as if LeBron made that decision when Absolutely. he fucking didn't. Absolutely. Had, yeah. had, so would that tweet have came out if Milwaukee had not went on the court? No. Because Absolutely. Everybody would have played their games. The fucking MLB would have played. Everybody would have played. The situation had already been three days Yes. Old. Because yeah. well, it happened Sunday. Yeah. We didn't really get news of it till Monday morning. Right. Yep. So they that, that tweet came out last night, last around five, five. It was at four thirty seven PM exactly because I kept fucking seeing it everywhere, so I know the time. But yeah. So yeah, I, I um So that's my only gripe with it. Again, I completely I ride with the players because they have big they have platforms that none of us will ever have or possibly ever have and I love that they're using that but it's like mm, you had this ability in June you still decided to play yeah. now like it just, to me it just looks a little it looks a little funny it I'm does knocking them for doing it because they have that platform they have you know it's all this is literally the main thing this is consuming the news what right. the NBA is doing what the WNBA is doing First right. of all, the NBA has been doing this shit forever, and they don't get as much highlight as others do. Facts. Facts. But it is what it is. But it is what it is. But it's just like, y'all y'all moving real funny for me. All right. So just to go back to LeBron real quick, we do need him, though. Absolutely. I would be crazy to say we didn't need LeBron. We need him to uh -huh. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because. Yeah. I think what she, I, th I think what Chelsea, I think what Chelsea's saying is, is, and, and I agree with her, dude, the voice that you have now, the power that you have now, you had then. You had it so, then, but you were so yeah, gun-ho about playing. You were so worried about playing. Had you, and, and, and not blaming anything on LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Not blaming anything on him at all. But, uh, but, but honestly, we know if, if we're sitting here, we're all in agreement that the NBA was a diversion, correct? Right. So, I think you, you just take it second or third order face. Had the NBA not played in the first place, where would we be as far as this fight that we have going on? And I'm not, again, I'm not blaming it on him. I just want, I want people to open up their minds a little bit. So, because there, there's other, there, there's other diversions out here, you know, to try to get the deflections. I mean, sure. but, but with the NBA being the biggest, where would this fight be today? That's my question. I, I think we, um, I think it'd be a little, it'd be a little further on. Um, I don't think that the, as I said earlier, the hashtags or the names of Breonna Taylor would have died down the way it is because we would still have this, this, um, these people with a larger platform still echoing the same thing because I can hashtag Breonna Taylor, all day. Okay. If I have, right. um, facts. Facts. I have 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people that follow me on IG and I'm hashtagging that, after a while, they're going to stop reposting that or retweeting it if I'm on Twitter or even Facebook. They're going to stop sharing it. I may, I may start out with uh, 600 likes. Um, 
Two weeks later, it's down to 300 likes. Um, a month later, right. it's down to 100. Right, momentum dies. Two months yeah. later, four, four people liking it, whatever. So it, it's different from Reggie doing it than, say, LeBron post a uh, picture of Breonna Taylor, um, we demand justice. Yep. That, that that picture is going to be on Sports Center. It's going to, but and, and granted, they can they can do that in the bubble. But I think also with your face out there in these crowds as it was before, being seen, being uh being seen marching, that that speaks volumes too. And not even and not even just being seen, but being able to have access to the constituents and to the officials that me and you and us we couldn't get to. Like with the, with the, with Milwaukee, they were able to call the attorney general. Yeah, I can't. Right. I can't call that nigga. I can't do that. <laughs> they right. like, and that and right. that's what I loved about them. And I, I really fucking hate that LeBron got most of the shine yesterday for this, and the Bucks did not. For like most of what I saw, it was it was that LeBron tweet followed by NBA postpones games for today. Right. Like right. Nah, the Bucks really did that. Right. Got on the phone with the attorney general and was like, "Yo, you need to prosecute prosecute this officer that shot this man in the back seven times." Like they really went to the bat and did what they needed to do, and that's what needs to happen. You could wear a you could wear a shirt that says, uh, "You know, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor all day in the face until you blew in the damn face." These people with this type of influence need to be on the ground and in the faces of these officials. They can, again, they can get to places that we can't get to. They can get in their ears and on the phones and on the text messages of people that we cannot get to. So with this, with this platform and with the status, they need to use it in that way. So I completely understand why they say, man, fuck this bubble. We need to be on the ground. But being on the ground means more than marching for them in, in their case and with their influence. They really need to be like, all right, my nigga, 12 o'clock tomorrow, let's meet here and there. I need you. I need you to touch these places that we can't touch. That's what I'm saying because right, you have right. such an influence, and you want so badly to be outside of this bubble because it means so much to you. Bet I want to see you march, and I want to see you you march your ass up the steps of, of City Hall and right. walking in the doors to meeting with people to have real conversations. So you know, um, the, a report came out that uh, the Milwaukee Bucks missed a call from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because. They were on the phone with the attorney general. They didn't know it was Joe Biden calling. Look how crazy that is. But they were doing what they needed to do. Right. right. I'm saying you get why they missed that call. Called, I guess to hear their voices and see what was going on. But right. of course you're on the phone with the attorney general. You don't know who's calling. They right. Like they who the fuck knows Kamala's number? Nobody. Like, we get <laughs> right. right. So um I pose this question to you, Dre, because I think this was one of your uh biggest things that you asked. Um and I think we kind of already answered it, but I guess we can go into depth on a little, little bit. Um, do you think we need a distraction? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. You find me funny, Red? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was. Do you think? Well, I mean, um. <sighs> let Let Dre answer. Do you think let we need to? Uh, 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 hour or two to or even just basketball or football or baseball to take our minds off of this for three or four hours i get to answer this too right uh, <laughs> look listen fuck no i'm gonna answer straight up fuck no mash the gas man mash the gas because at the end of the day like at the end of the day, if the shoe was on the other foot, if the roles were reversed, this shit would be mushed in our fucking faces 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't I don't need no motherfucking distraction, dog. I love sports just like we all love sports. I, I love the shit. I do. I, I, I love my teams. I love the teams that, that, that I root for, the teams that are on the back on, on my back wall. I love them to death. But fuck all that. At the end of the day, What's important is justice, and that very word that's on your shirt, Rich, that's what's important. Not playing a motherfucking basketball, not playing no fucking football, not hitting no baseball, not shooting no, not, not shooting no puck into no motherfucking net. Nah, that shit, that, that, that shit that means nothing, man. 
That's that shit don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, bro, give us what, what the fuck we deserve, period, point blank. And if, it, it doesn't need to go away until it happens. I don't give a shit how long it takes. I don't give a shit how long it takes. Right. What, what, I don't give, I don't give a shit. It, it doesn't matter. Give us what the fuck we deserve, man. Fuck a game. Before you start, Chelsea. Okay. Before you start, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do we need this distraction, right? Listen, listen, listen. The shit that's going on is, is a distraction in itself. Shit. Right. 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 So, uh, okay, so here's to add on to that, Chelsea. All right, so do we need this distraction? And by the distraction that we were given and caused, should that be looked at as a um, kind of like the old saying, um, hey, boy, we need some entertainment. Go out there and tap dance for me. Okay. Fucking right. right. Does it kind of look like that? So, so th does it kind of look like yeah. that? Do we need this distraction? Does it kind of look like that's what happened? So, are you, so this is for me, right? I can answer. Okay. I can give my answer. All right. So, uh, just full disclosure, me and Reggie had this conversation prior to this, and it was, it was a little, it was a little back and forth here. Um, so, and I think you might have misconstrued my idea of distraction. So, do I think the the NBA players should have should be in this bubble playing? Fuck no. I never thought they should have played. Absolutely not. Like my that is my stance. That will all that will always be my stance. But in terms of the space that we're in, the fight that we deal with every single day, and just the frequency in which we've been, bar been bombarded with a bunch of things within the news, my logic or my, my thought process, and for me specifically, this may not be for everybody, it becomes a lot and it becomes draining when this is something constant, when you're constantly seeing you're constantly seeing this man get shot in the back seven times. Okay. You're constantly seeing the, the fucking knee on the neck of George Floyd. You're constantly seeing that video of Amal Arbery being shot. Like that shit is draining after a while. It it just it just simply is. So do do I want to sit down and watch The Office for two hours? Just some goofy ass shit that's on TV and I can watch and just laugh at it and not think about outside? Yes. That is my distraction. If that'll if that'll allow me to feel a little bit better, if that'll allow me and my mental to just calm down a little bit and just and it's not that I'm negating what's happening around me, but for for just my sanity, just to be in this space. And it and it doesn't have to necessarily be basketball. I don't want you to think like, oh no, nigga, get out there and fucking dribble that ball so I can be entertained. Absolutely not, because 80% of the NBA are black men. So no, y'all shouldn't be out here playing. We should all be in this together. However, I do think a distraction here and there is necessary just for the sake of your mental health. Again, this is for me specifically. I cannot continuously be bombarded with videos and clips and news articles and all this other shit. It's just too much for me. That is why I got rid of Twitter in June because it was just too much for me. So distractions work for me. Distractions may not work for everybody else. But I don't want you to think that me saying that we should have these distractions is me agreeing, like, yeah, nigga, go out there and tap dance. Like, go out there and do yeah. thing and, and appease the white people. Man, fuck them. Yeah. Like, no, NBA players shouldn't be playing. But in terms of just general kind of getting your mind off of the bullshit that we deal with every day as being a Black person, if it's only for 30 minutes, if it's only watching a bum-ass episode of Love and Hip Hop New York on TV, just so you can kind of laugh at other people's pain and not deal with what's going on around you, I'm an advocate for that, for sure. And that's all I got. Ain't got no more. <laughs> so, listen, guys. I don't have anything else to add on. I, I think this was a great, great, great conversation. Um, I really enjoyed it. I don't have anything else to add, else to add on, honestly. Um, justice and equality. I'll say this. This will be my last piece. Justice and equality for us. I'm not going to go down the list uh, of, of, of people, but we know justice and equality, man, period, point blank. We got to keep, we got to push the envelope on this shit. 
at all costs. Um, you know, for for the families that had have been affected, we all have been affected. But right. for the immediate families that have been affected, my um, prayers go out to you. And, and uh, we can't stop. We got to keep going. We can't stop. We cannot. This cannot be the new norm. It's been the norm for long enough. Fuck right. that. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything. I agree with everything you guys said. Um, we, I think, we just need to do more. Even us, we need to do more. We could be doing more for sure. We sit, we're sitting up on this podcast talking about how people need to do X, Y, and Z. Nigga, we are people. We are those we people. Are people. We need to do more. So um, we, we have a platform right now. So we, right, right. So we need to practice what we preach, but. Something's gotta fucking change. It really does. Like it, it is, it is tiring. Something has to change. But we have to keep fighting. We've been we've been fighting since they brought us over here. And what was that? Sixteen nineteen, Jamestown, Virginia. Like we've been fighting since then. It's too long. That's, that's not long. It, it, no, it's way too. It's it's too long. It's way too long. But this this we already know the systems have been built against us from day one. Oh man. We have to fucking crawl our way to the top. But we, you know, we're resilient people. We're a powerful people. We're strong people. So we can do it. Uh, right. Yeah, we just got to keep our head up. This is getting real whole tapish. So just. Like, <laughs> well, so yeah. um, to close it out, man. Uh, listen, guys, I love y'all. Um, I, I think we need more of that. We, we have to. Really, really, uh, like I said, because I don't, I don't know when the next time it, I cannot even talk to Drake tomorrow. Drake can go out to the, the gas station tonight and be gone, just stay easy. Um, or yeah. mind his business, you know. Right. I, I think it's, especially us as black men, we have to get more into that mind, mind frame because we're, we're not as emotional towards each other. Um, no. But we definitely got to take care of each other. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that's just not even just us, our black women as well. Because they're, 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 Absolutely. Uh, they are doing a lot. They are doing a lot. They are doing the majority of the work. They, they we are, always have been. Yes, but they are. This is true. This is true. This is true. They are holding us down and then at the same time trying to protect themselves because there are a lot of black men that aren't stepping up to the plate and doing that. So, uh -oh. <laughs> listen, listen, we don't have time and we know that was a topic, but we don't have the time for that. But no, I definitely, and I, I told Reg this earlier, I, um, I'm, I'm a strong advocate and I'm very adamant on black men being, being comfortable and feeling and being able to express themselves. So any black man, man that I encounter, whether it's somebody I'm dating, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, like I want you to feel safe in this space to be able to, to express yourself because society does not allow you to do that. Because a black man, you are seen as this hardcore man. You can't have emotions. You can't express yourself. You can't have feelings. And that all that's trauma that you guys carry with you for years and years and years and generations and generations. Like, nah, I want you to be comfortable. And it does not have to be with me as a black woman, yeah. I want sure. you to feel safe with me and, and being able to express that and knowing I'm not gonna be like, oh nigga, you pussy. Oh, you, you, you a man, you're not supposed to cry. Like, no, we all cry, we're human. The fuck, like yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I, I really want black men to get to a space where they're able to express themselves, um, to, to cry, to feel, to say like, I'm sad, to say I'm hurt and be okay with that and not be seen as lesser than or less, you know, less masculine because you have feelings. That's goofy as shit. And that's another topic yeah. of yourself. All too, as we work together, like I want you to be comfortable in that. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think that's I think that's it. I think we pretty much got into everything we really wanted to talk talk about. Um I think we'll have a more lighthearted topic uh, next week if nobody no other black person <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, hey, listen, we, we don't got to be apologetic. Listen, we unapologetic in what we talking about. Yeah, the hell with that. We had to talk about this. We'd be crazy. Yeah, no question. No I question. don't give a fuck about relationships right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, 
Well, yeah, but relationships are not going to be all that we talk about. But, no, it's not. But, but, you know. but hopefully um, next week there will be a lighter, a lighter, you know, topic, you know, there, there will be more traction. Hopefully next week somebody yes. will be uh, in police custody. Yes. Um, but we'll see. Um, the evidence is, is going to take a couple weeks, maybe some months, but hopefully. But I mean, listen, everybody, I thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Um, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, please. Please leave comments in, in uh, down below in the comment section. Um, we welcome all, all comments, whether it's uh, constructive or whatever. Just don't be mean. Like, you know, be, but, but, nice to say, don't say it at all. Well, um, we're trying to improve, and we're gonna improve. But like, like, so, like I said at, at the beginning, um, you know, let us know what we can do better, and you know, because we still have a lot of things that we're gonna work out. But anyway, um, thanks for tuning in, and we will definitely be back next week. Indeed. Much love, stay classy, folks. Be quality. Let's get it. Also, what he said. Thanks for listening to Unapologetic, a podcast. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe.